0: Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. I'm delighted today to be joined by a special guest, Bernie Rogers, all the way from Waterford. Before we get stuck into what I know will be a great conversation, let me give you a little background on Bernie. Bernie Rogers is a trainer, facilitator and coach. She's been involved in training for 35 years. She'll be celebrating 20 years of running her own coaching and training business next month, which, of course, is a wonderful achievement. Bernie came to the world of NLP 15 years ago, and as she says herself, she's been there ever since. In 2016, she added MBIT, Multiple Brain Integration Techniques, to her offering, and I'm looking forward to learning more about that myself, I have to say. She's a member of many organizations, including the International Coach Federation, the International NLP Trainers Association, the Irish Institute of Training and Development, and the International Transaction and Analysis Association. In addition to her broad client base and work within organizations, she runs open courses in NLP, MBIT, Presentation Skills, and Facilitation Skills. Bernie, you're so welcome. I'm delighted that, that you're able to join me this week.
1: James, thanks a million. It's absolutely wonderful to be here.
0: Yeah. And you know, I was I was thinking that, gosh, we must know each other now 15, 16 years because you were a facilitator on the first NLP course I did, which I think was about 15 years ago. <laughs> time flies. And then of course I did the, the master pract level of NLP. Um, and I think that was just around the time I met Brian. And that's about 12, 13 years ago
1: it Thank is yeah. it does doesn't it and gosh I remember I remember that course and um your wonderful modeling project that right. you did <laughs> uh, we better cl- <laughs>
0: <laughs> we better clarify straight away for listeners that that's not me going up and down a runway <laughs> my modeling project um but I remember that because yeah we spoke about it recently it was um It was around identifying behaviours or an attitude that you were you were looking to, you know, that you were trying to replicate or break down. Am I explaining that right,
1: Bernie? Um, That is. That is. I think um, I think you picked healthy eating Mm. and um, you modelled people who ate really, really well. And then you taught all of us how to eat really well.
0: Well, yes, as I read for Chatterley, Claire, but (laughs) (laughs) the um, I do remember that actually because I think your instruction was to to really learn the techniques of of the modelling piece within NLP to choose an area that that is not say central to your own work, Um, and I chose healthy eating, and I think it was based on the. The, um, the Oscar Wilde quote of, you know, I can resist everything apart from temptation. So how do we resist temptation? And I remember speaking with people who were um, uh, fitness instructors and nutritionists and, and learning their strategies as to how they, they, they kept their, their healthy eating. You know, I must see if I can dig that out. I could do it rereading and
1: burning. <laughs> I know I didn't eat biscuits for months after. Every time my hand went to reach for one, it just automatically pulled back again.
0: Yeah. And I was like, James. Oh gosh. <laughs> Good times. Good times. The um, before we get stuck into uh, NLP and and Mbit in particular, give us a little bit of your own uh, background, your own career journey, uh, Bernie, please.
1: I started my work life with ICI, the chemical company. Okay. Um and I was there for about nine years and um they offered voluntary redundancy. Mm. And I had decided for myself that it was time for change. Right. Um, astounded them all, went for the voluntary redundancy, and got great support in changing my focus. Mm-hmm. And I went from there into the community and voluntary sector. I right. worked for the National Youth Council of Ireland for mm-hmm. about four or five years, and then from there I went to work again with um, uh, with credit unions, mm-hmm. and they too fall into the community and the voluntary end of yeah. things, and um, with the financial background. Um, so I've had I've had a, a varied work background. Mm. Um, and have always had the back of my mind to set up on my own, have my own um, yeah. training business. And there was a niche yeah. to train people who worked and volunteered with credit unions. So initially, I filled that niche. And then over the last 20 years, it's evolved. There's been several changes in
0: there. to and uh, you know it's no mean achievement for you know that milestone of 20 years and i hope you're going to celebrate in in some way next month because you know we do continue to grow and evolve and within there there's been the financial crisis and covid but you know we're still standing and and i think it's important to acknowledge that as well and and to acknowledge the the impact you've had on people including myself so thank you for that
1: that's beautiful James thank you and you know i think i think you're right it's all about growing evolving changing mm. um and being flexible and and for me as well it's about remembering to celebrate yeah the changes yeah
0: I because that's i know that's something that we rarely do and i know i rarely do it i think my 20 years i should know i think my 20 years is coming up in january 23 and um uh, but but interestingly, I I was only saying to Brian here the other week, I'm reaching the 200th edition of my ezine, my community newsletter, next month in October, and I said maybe no one else would notice, you know, the number at the top of the at the top of the the, the email when it goes out, um, but I said I I do want to mark it in some way because it's not every. Everyone who, who has the regularity of producing a monthly easing since January two thousand um, and five, uh, and it is important to acknowledge those little mi- milestones and the effort that we've put in.
1: It is, and two hundred, as you said, how many people can say they've reached two hundred? Mm. Um, mm. And it's it's some, I I look forward to it. You know, kind of arriving in the in the inbox. Um, and no matter what I'm doing I'll pop in have a quick browse and then I'll go back and have a read of it so 200 definitely worth celebrating <laughs> because yeah. it makes such a difference and those little nuggets you share I always find are um, are amazing and oh, I get so many hints about books to read <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> well we could chat all day just about books to read but anyway let's for for people who don't know or haven't really come across NLP before, Bernie, uh, what what is it? What does it involve? Um, uh, what do you love about it?
1: Yeah. Um, NLP stands for neuro linguistic programming, mm-hmm. and um, it it's different things to different people. For me. It's actually now become part of my DNA, I think. Mm. Um, for me, it's it's it definitely a suite of tools and techniques that you can use for yourself. But yes. for me, it's even more than that. It's, it's an attitude to life. It's, it's a way of being. Mm. And what I love about it is that it's um, a way of learning about how we do ourselves on the inside. Yeah. that shows on the outside in our body language in our in the language that we use yes um and how all of us do parts of ourselves absolutely wonderfully amazingly brilliantly Mm -hmm. we do other parts of our lives well fairly okay and we get by and then there's things we do in our lives and we're absolutely desperate at and you know to quote einstein's definition of insanity we keep Mm. doing it over and over and over again and expect different results and for me, NLP gives us the how and the understanding so we have an awareness of what we're doing. So it brings what we're doing into our awareness. And then we have a choice so yeah. we can change and do it differently, do it even better. Or, you know, um, um, we can stay doing what we like. Um, yeah, yeah but
0: what we, we have the awareness. We have the awareness of it. Yeah, yes. it's, it's, it's in consciousness. Um, what 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 I think, and it's funny when you mention that, um, I, I I would put my hand up as well, Bernie, and say I think an awful lot of NLP stuff is now in my DNA as well. It's like I'm probably doing some of it, and I'm not even aware that I'm doing it. Um, maybe 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 that's the definition of mastery. Maybe that's because I did a master's level in NLP as well. I don't know, but the but there's a few bits, and I think your your reference to a toolbox there is is spot on because I know particularly when I'm working with clients um, so many of the techniques I'm using with them are based in NLP and I've almost forgotten that I've almost forgotten the origin of it and, and, and I know when I'm working with clients things around say shifting beliefs or parts integration or reframing or you know, even, even having greater clarity around the how we do something rather than just the what it is we do as you say um powerful and there's so there's so many resources out there nowadays on NLP as well. And of course, speaking of resources, we should mention your own website, um, at the NLP Training Institute.com, um, which gives details of all of your courses and, and everything as well. Um, I, I know when when I went on the NLP course, I did it, you know, to to bring another um, capability to my coaching practice, but I got a huge amount of personal development from it as well. Probably that was the biggest takeaway. Um, what are the different reasons that you found, Bernie, that people come to NLP or, or, or attend some of your courses? What, what brings them to it?
1: Um, James, I think like you uh, uh, and myself, um, because when I came to it first, it was to improve how I trained, how I Mm, coached. mm. Um, And I think people, a lot of folks, when they come to it first, they come to improve um, what they're doing, possibly in a work or a professional space. Yes. Um, they, They want to do that even better. They want to communicate more clearly, connect more easily with people. And generally, I know for me, I got to about half 10 on the first day. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be all about me. And I'm going to love it. Um, And it is because I say to people that the change starts with each one of us as an individual. So it's about learning and understanding ourselves first. Yes. And having a bit of fun and enjoying doing that. And sometimes it can be a bit of a challenge. Yes. Um, And then applying that to ourselves, to our own lives and to a work perspective. Yes. Um, and people come from, you know, from to help themselves with clarity, to, you know, yeah. to get clarity on what they want. Yeah. Um, maybe to get, you know, promotions in work um, or to help them help other people.
0: Yeah, I, I know that for sure. I remember um, how would I say it? Um, I remember speaking to some of the people that were on the courses that I did with yourself. And you know, they were managers or team leaders and they were getting the tools that allowed them to manage their teams better. And and sometimes, well, maybe the word manage is not right, but like to communicate to their people in a more effective way. Um, and Um, rapport and emotion intelligence and all of that sort of came into it as well but I agree with you I I went to the course looking for you know tools and techniques and it was all personal development work because one of the things that I liked most about your approach is how experiential it is so it's not like doing a week's intensive and getting all of the theory It, it, it was more gradual I think it was it was a number of weekends, and you'd so much practice involved in it, um, which which I which for me made all the difference, and um, the the practical side of it.
1: Yeah, for me it does, um, because I, I I could train from just a head level, yeah, and, you know, give the theories and that, but for yeah. me it's about the the experience. It's about the internal experience that yeah. I get, that you get, that everybody who comes on the course gets. And um, for me, that helps make the connections as well. So if if I know what I've gone through when I've experienced the tools and techniques mm-hmm. um, and the powerfulness of the language and how it's used, mm-hmm. um, if I'm dealing with a team member, if I'm coaching somebody, um, if I'm training people. I have some idea um, of what's going on for them, mm. and then it means that I can flex um, yeah. how I'm communicating with them and 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 what I'm doing, um, and that's and that's where the experiential bit comes in because if if I raise my awareness and my noticing. Mm. Um, I can then tap into, so I can, I can put myself into the other person's shoes and those wonderful mirror neurons that we have, Yes. you know, give me some sense and some understanding of what might be going on for that person. So I can deal with them from, I suppose, a kinder space as well.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's more of a holistic approach as well. It's, it's, you know, it's the mind, body and spirit within it. Um, at least it was for me anyway. Um and it's, it's interesting as you're speaking, there's a few other bits about different perspectives popping off in my head. Here's, here's, here's a tricky question for you, Bernie, because I, I think this has just popped into mind for me. Is there any one technique within NLP that you, that's your favourite or that you find most impactful or that you go, that you return to again and again? I'll share mine in a minute, but I just wonder, do you have one that comes to mind? Um, hmm. There's a tricky
1: question. There's a trick. <laughs> it's like, oh, I uh, can I have four or five favourites. Um, I suppose one th- that I actually use um, with my coaching clients um, in the very first session, but I use for myself quite a bit. Yeah, is actually the NLP outcome frame.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. It's
1: a set of questions that really they what they do for me is they give me clarity around what i want yeah they connect it connects what i want with my values yes but it also checks the ecology for me the other people in my life my lifestyle and everything else um and i have a a folder on my computer and if i realize i'm going around in circles and finding it tough to figure something out i'll open it up i will type all the answers for myself yeah I'll have clarity by the time I get to the end of it and know whether or not I want to do this and exactly what I want to do. And then I close it down. And a lot of the times that's enough to Mm. get me on the road. Um, that little bit
0: of focus yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because I think a version of that sits in my pre-client questionnaire you know what do you want why is that important to you so therefore what is it you really want I, I, am, yes. I, am I am on the right track with that Bernie has, is, what, it, has your teaching stuck with me sort of 10 15 years later <laughs> I it, remember oh, it
1: those questions are so powerful yeah. and I love the question and what will that get for you yeah. um, you know yes. and I, I've seen people sit back and really have to think about that one. And that makes such a difference. It really it, it
0: it just goes that one that, that little bit deeper because it's I often think it's easy to give not the canned answer, but like the surface level stuff. What do you want? You know? Um and then why is that important to you or what will you get from that? So therefore what it is that you really want. And I know from my experience there that. That extra little bit of reflection usually brings me into more of an emotional space and out of the head. Yes. It's, I sometimes describe those questions as some of the signposts from the head to the heart, <laughs> and that's how it. we
1: beautifully, yeah,
0: yeah, and how how really behind everything we're looking for is a desire to feel more of a positive emotion or more authentically ourselves. Ultimately, that's. I find where it leads to. Let me share you my, my favorite one. And it's one I use frequently with clients um, is neurological levels. Um, oh, yes. You know, from environment and behavior, competencies, values, beliefs, identity, and maybe even purpose right at the top. And um, I, I use that as a broad frame for a lot of the, uh, say, career fulfillment type coaching that I do. Um, because a lot of people, you know, I often say they come in at the ground floor, Bernie, they come in and sort of they think about the situation they're in or, you know, should I change jobs? Should I change companies? Um, but I often describe that as being like just the ground floor level of what is a much taller building. Um, yeah. And we, we sort of work our way up that as well. Sometimes I use the, the, the analogy of, you know, the, the, the kids game Jenga, like, um, um, you know, a block, a tower block. But instead of trying to pull out the pieces and hope it doesn't collapse, it's like you're trying to put the pieces back in so you feel taller and more aligned um, within it. and that's one of my my tools and techniques that, that you know that I use within NLP. I must go and dig out my folder because I know I have it up in the attic. I'm sure there's many more parts integration that's certainly used as well. Memory resolution is used. Gosh, we're probably bamboozling people, but if, we, if people want to find out more, Bernie, about your courses, it's on your website NLP Training Institute. And do you have any courses scheduled coming up as as we're coming into the autumn?
1: I do. We've mm. just started one at the moment. Um, mm. So we had the induction the other day. We've the first module this weekend. And mm-hmm. um, the next one is October into November. Right. And um, it's three days in October, Friday, Saturday and a Sunday and three mm. days in November. And what I try to do is I try to um around the days. That's probably not a you know the yeah. bestest word to use, but to to give people choice. Be flexible, yeah. Flexible. That's a much better word. <laughs> um, so sometimes it's Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes it's Thursday, Friday. Sometimes yeah. it's Monday, Tuesday. Sometimes it's um, three lots of two days. Sometimes it's two lots of three days. So the diploma is the entry level. It's the foundation. Yeah. Um, and then if people want to go on further, they can do the prac. Uh, the practitioner certification that's starting in November. The diploma is a prerequisite. Yes. And then, like yourself, James, you've mentioned the master prac, um, and there'll be one of those um, starting next year, October, right. November next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. As I say, it's it's uh, you know for people tuning in who are maybe in the coaching space and maybe have come across it before. Um, as I say, there's a lot of resources. There's a lot of books you can read on, on the topic. Um, but I know, for me, going back to to, to my experiences and your courses, um, it gave me the tools to be the coach that I am today. That's how I would phrase it.
1: Um, yes. And, um, and and me too, from a
0: training and a, a coaching perspective. Yeah, and also from from our own personal development journeys as well. I would have to say because it's um it's like what you're saying there with the experiential and the practical side of it, you know, you're, you, you, we've walked the walk. I've been on the receiving end of all of those techniques countless times. So, so I know, I know what it's like to, you know, when you're working with the client and, and, and how, how it shifts for them or, or the, or, or what it's like. Um, and, uh, and cannot, cannot recommend it highly enough. And as I say, you're, you're fantastic as a, as, a, as a trainer and for holding the space for people. And um, it's something that I highly recommend. Um, so all of that is on the nlptraininginstitute.com website. Now, let me take a breath on this one, Bernie, because I wasn't aware of Mbit until I saw you post about it a little while ago and I, I'm sort of no novice when it comes to personal development work and techniques and tools, and that this was a new one for me, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be new for a lot of people listening in as well. So MBIT, and I think the M is small, but the B is capitalised. Um, it is. What is it?
1: MBIT stands for Multiple Brain Integration Techniques, right. and um, th- so there's two phrase- there's two words we use. So there'd be MBIT, um, which kind of stands for the the process, and Embraining is how we do ourselves. OK, um, so back is is originated and and came into being i suppose in 2012 when um, two master NLP trainers Marvin Oka and Grant Sule they've been friends for yonks right. and they used to um they incredible minds and they began to notice that science was talking about not only having a brain in your head but also having a brain in your heart and in your gut. Okay. And they did the great NLP thing and asked the SOHA question. So, what does this mean? So, what can we mm-hmm. do with it? Mm-hmm. And they spent several years actually researching behavioral modeling and um, digging deep. And they came up with the process um, that they called MBIT. Mm. Um, and the reason the M so well spotted that the M is little. Um, mm. And they, they, they called it multiple brain integration techniques because although um, science is calling the 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 heart brain uh, the heart brain and the the gut or as having a brain mm-hmm. um, they quite rightly reckoned that there is the potential for other parts of us internally to be considered um, a brain as well um, and what it is is it's about the fact that we each have an innate wisdom right. in our head heart and gut yes. And that we don't always necessarily tap in and use our innate wisdom in the best way for us. OK, so an example, um, I know I have on occasions um, and maybe you have and maybe people who are listening have as well. But have you ever heard yourself saying, oh, God, my head wants to do this, but, you know, my heart wants to mm, do this.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or, you know, kind of I, can't, you know, I just can't seem to be able to take action to mm. get up and do x y and a z um or you know we look at the logic in things mm. and things we're not we don't necessarily feel connected um there i would are, often
0: i would often say actually as you're speaking the thing that comes to mind for me is like my, well my heart's not in it
1: yes um, and if your heart isn't in it it isn't going to happen no. Um so your heart needs to be in it and as individuals and um, just because of the way we do ourselves on the inside and um, there'll be certain times when um you know one of our three brains won't be in it and um or one might swamp the others and yes. take over for a lot of us um our heads kind of take over the logic oh yes <laughs> and the knowledge and, you know, uh, and the heart, you know, that those things that are important, the emotion, the connection, the relationships or the gut is all about courage, mm. working yeah. through fear to courage and taking action. And the MBIT process, what it does is it allows us to open up communication with head, heart and gut and mm. um, listen to what they all have to say get them all to align and to work together Mm -hmm. and then um from a place of creativity compassion and courage allow our innate wisdom to emerge and that then helps us make much wiser decisions and I think the world needs the world needs people who are making wise compassionate creative and courageous decisions Mm, and yes, literally one process that allows people to tap into their own internal wisdom.
0: Yeah, I love that. And it's like three C's: creativity, compassion, and courage. Um, and, and I and and I, and, I, and I would I be right in saying that that's sort of aligned to the brain, heart, and gut. So creativity is the brain, compassion is the heart, and courage is the gut.
1: Absolutely. Okay. On. Mm. Absolutely brilliant, and they're known as the highest expressions of um. The,
0: the head heart and gut yeah, yeah gosh I you know that that's new to me I mean it makes perfect sense when I hear you say it Bernie because you know I'm often speaking you know in in, in regards to myself or even with, with clients that I'm working with you know like what might your head say what does your heart say what does your gut say even if you're making a decision you know at yeah. minimum at minimum it might be a two one you know <laughs> it might be a two one um, uh, uh, decision. Most of the time when you take that though, it tends to be, you know, a three zero from, um, uh, from an alignment perspective. Um, but I agree with you completely because so often, so often we confuse knowledge with wisdom. Yeah. Um, and so often, you know, society is solely based on what's rational and logical. And that has a part to play but it's not a hundred percent of it because we are emotional beings um, and the courage bit is fascinating as well um, in some ways it's, it can be the courage to apply what we know or what our heart tells us so I can I can really see where that's like a triangular relationship almost and tell me Bernie how how has how has Mbit benefited you? Because I'm sure within the programs that you've done or participated in, there's that personal development aspect of it as well. Um, and, and how has it enriched or added to your work with, uh, with, with clients, with individuals, with groups?
1: Um, for me, it has actually, um, it's, it's, it's given me a way of tapping into my courage, Right. Um, and to do things that maybe I would have wanted to do and not necessarily done before. Mm. Um, and from an empathic perspective, we talk about um, moving through um, fear to courage. Yes. Um, and, that, and, and, and that has been hugely powerful. And the, the fear, um, so fear and excitement actually internally have very similar feelings inside of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I came across something the other day um, that sometimes it's about reframing Mm -hmm. and noticing and asking ourselves, is this fear or is it courage? Yes. Somebody the other day said, the only difference between um, fear and excitement um, is a smile. So I have that feeling inside if I'm labelling it as fear, maybe to ask myself, is this courage or is this excitement? Sorry. Hmm. And then I'll smile. Hmm. And then that will give us the energy to work through the fear into the courage.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, it reminds me of maybe putting my NLP hat on, um, paying attention to the sensations rather than straight into labelling them, as it were. So yeah. we're where how would i say it um, because that fear and that excitement is both based on anticipation and um, the fear one is negative and the excitement is positive like it's both anticipation so how do i how do i interpret that um, is, is something that I'm always paying attention to myself as well um, in, in the great battle against the, the fears we all have to deal with. Has there been anything that really surprised you in an unexpected way? Because sometimes when we go into courses or we learn something new, Bernie, we, 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 we sort of expect certain things to get from it. But has there anything that really surprised you in an unexpected way from, from your experiences of learning and working with, with the MBIT techniques?
1: That's an interesting question. Um, unexpected. I would actually have to say that my words would be the gentle powerfulness of it. Okay. Um, in in the training, we it's experiential, just like the NLP, and people will volunteer to be demo subjects. Yes. And um, so in that space and in the coaching space, I have witnessed people do amazing things internally very quietly Mm -hmm. so inside very quietly um and to very gently go away and make changes in their lives yeah um and i had um had one client who rang me up um and they a couple of days after the session and they said um i have no idea what happened Mm. i don't need to know what happened i just know things are different thanks a million! Oh wow um and it's for me as a trainer and as a coach just seeing the changes that take place within somebody so gently um is is beautiful and that's not to say that there isn't emotion and there isn't challenge or, or t- yes. things don't come up for people there is um but the shift the shift into a different way of being um mm-hmm. around a whatever it happens that they're working on. Um, I just think it's phenomenal. So for me, I liken it to a feather. Oh, uh, lovely! And the, the gentleness of a feather actually landing.
0: Yeah. And there's something really loving about that as well. And um, I, I think it's a phrase that I've picked up from yourself. It's probably in an NLP language as well. The easy and the effortlessness Yes. Um, doesn't make it not substantial. I often think, like just because something is easy and effortless does not make it any less important or powerful. Um, and and it also, for me, sits with the quiet voice of loving wisdom as well. You know, if we go spiritual with this, that's what that internal voice is anyway. It's a loving, gentle, encouraging voice. Um, and gosh, I can see where that really sits in with it. Um, I suspect, Bernie, that that's probably what you enjoy most about what it is you do. Am I right? You know, just seeing the people you work with progress or transform or shift in their own gentle way in their own time. Would that be fair?
1: It is. Absolutely. I love, I love watching the light go on. So from a training perspective, I love watching the light go on in Mm. somebody's eyes when they get it.
0: When they get it, yeah.
1: You know, when somebody makes that link And it's landed and they have that aha moment and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, that's what it is. Um, I absolutely adore that.
0: Mm. Yeah, that is priceless. I agree with you because, how would I say it, Uh, they're more themselves or they've dropped something they were carrying for too long or, you know, their light is shining a little brighter behind the eyes or... You know, they're sitting a little taller. Their life is a little easier. They're believing in themselves more. Um, um, And and as I often say, sometimes for for us in the work that we do, um, you know, we're we're able to to give people the tools and techniques so that they can work with them themselves, um, uh, which I presume is what real pure facilitation is when we think about it. gosh. Gosh, we could chat all day. Bernie. Um, talk to me a little bit about, as, as we move towards wrap up. Do you have any courses scheduled in MBIT? So for people who are particularly interested in, in the multiple brain integration techniques, the head, the heart and the gut, have you hadn't scheduled coming up or how did those courses work?
1: Those, the NLP is online. The MBIT okay. is face to face because right. it's so powerful. Um, and that's not saying NLP isn't powerful because it is, yeah. um, but the MBIT takes place face to face. And right. there's one coming up um, in October. Um, it's t- t- over two modules. So yeah. the 14th, 15th, 21st, and 22nd of October. Um, it's two modules to allow it settle and to allow people practice. Yes between and um, it's 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 an amazing it's an amazing four days and because we're in the times that we're in yeah. um you know people will be uh, be keeping people safe because yeah. if put it, be an issue in it what what venue do you use for that
0: journey or... you use the Glen Royal Hotel in oh, the... oh the good old one where I did my NLP all those years ago.
1: Absolutely. Um, all the lads there are brilliant and they know they know how we work and they know what to expect. And um, as a total aside, they told me a couple of, you know, pre-COVID mm. that they were going to take up the carpet and change the carpet. And I was horrified. I said, you can't. There's so many timelines. There's so oh, many yeah. anchoring. <laughs> um, and I actually looked at them and I said, would you give me a square of it when you take as it as, up? A,
0: as a souvenir and get it framed.
1: And I think they thought I was weird because I was horrified. And it was like, you can't take that carpet up. So many people have so much vested. you yeah,
0: know. That's been a constellation. That's been a timeline. That's been a perspective. Yeah, Absolutely. that's been an old belief I've walked away from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That is hilarious. As we as we move towards clothes. I know for you know for a lot of people who 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 go to courses, who who attend to you as, as a coaching client or even to myself, one of the the common themes is that people are seeking change of some sort. And from from your experience, if you know anyone is listening in and they're you know they're contemplating making changes or they're feeling a little stuck, is there is there anything general, any words of wisdom that you could share with them just as a as, as a closing takeaway almost?
1: Um, to remember to breathe. Mm. Um, I, I I smile at that one um, because it's so simple, and of course we all breathe all of the yeah. time. Um, it's about remembering to breathe deeply from our diaphragm. Mm. um and if 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 we a lot of the times as 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 kind of adults or even as other than young children we train mm-hmm. ourselves out of breathing from our diaphragm mm-hmm. and if we connect with our breath um and breathe from our diaphragm we're doing several different things one we're actually massaging our internal organs when we breathe mm-hmm. from our diaphragm so we're keeping ourselves internally healthy but the other thing we're doing is um if we breathe in a balanced way, so if we breathe with the same number of breaths in and out, um, like a flow, that brings our autonomic nervous system into balance. And when we're in um, autonomic balance, we operate from a place of calm alertness Mm. and we can connect to our internal wisdom. Mm. We can connect to our internal resources. So I've often heard myself say to myself, I totally forgot to do X, Y, and Z, or I totally forgot I knew how to do X, Mm. Y, or Z. And then I'd have realized that I'm not, I'm, I'm not breathing. Yeah. uh, From, from kind of deep down belly breathing or breathing from my diaphragm.
0: I can, I can relate to that completely. It's like sometimes I forget to breathe. It's the tension yeah. bit of holding our breath or just breathing high and fast in our chests and, yes. um, you know, the self-protection piece with it. Um, and as I often say, that's why, you know, yoga, pilates, meditation, martial arts, all of that is based on the breath as yes. a way to center ourselves. But I just, this is probably something you're aware of, but as you were speaking there, um, and we were speaking about those C words earlier of creativity and compassion and courage is like the one that precedes that is connect, connect with yourself through the breath. And, you know, I, you know, that's that reminds me of that little feather falling that you were speaking of as well, Bernie, where it's it's so easy, but it's so powerful as well. Um, based on the the thinking that, you know, we have all the answers on the inside anyway. We have our wisdom. What's the what's the best way or the quickest way or the, the route to connecting with our wisdom? It's through the breath.
1: It is. And, you know, I think some, I know I found myself kind of anxious over the last yeah. couple of months, um, sure. more than once. And there's a great little thing, and this works really well with, young children too if they're they're getting anxious and worried teenagers everybody it's to take a breath in Mm. and then a long breath out as if you're blowing out 60 80 100 candles on a birthday cake yeah and that brings that 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 brings their autonomic nervous system down from um being stressed and anxious into a more relaxed place yeah Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you can breathe the other way around if you want to heighten your energy. So shorter breaths out will bring your energy up and then equal breaths will keep you in a place of calm alertness. Back to the breath.
0: Back Back to the the breath. breath. Thank you. Thank you for that, Bernie. Now, as we move towards close, you're going to pose the questions I pose to all of my guests, because these are always fascinating and, you know, we get more of an insight into you and it often, you know, takes the conversation somewhere else. So, Bernie, what's, what's your most cherished possession?
1: I think I would have to say photographs because if the house was burning, I'd, I'd have a hard job of it, but I'd be wanting to grab photographs. You'd be pulling all the frames. And, I would, yeah. and, and the photo. I'm old fashioned I have photo albums.
0: Oh, um, lovely.
1: And I love, you know, at least once a year, maybe twice a year, I, I pick an album mm. uh, or all of them um or on occasions and I flick through the 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 pictures and they've beautiful memories yes. and um yeah they're they're just I I really like And to-
0: it's it's becoming like a lost art because it's now all digital and it's now all online and we scroll through them and I, I know when I go out to my mom's house there's the I don't know, we're well not hundreds, but there's certainly tens of albums of us growing up, you know, and there's no equivalent of that with, um, with say, my nieces and nephews.
1: Yeah. There, there isn't at all. And um, my my grandniece has just arrived into the world and mm-hmm. um, I gave her parents um, one of the presents was a, a photo album. Yeah. Um, and to, for them to print the photographs out and, and capture them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that is that is lovely. I'm 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 hearing you on that one. Uh, tell me what. You're an inspiring lady yourself, Bernie, but what inspires you?
1: Big picture, I want to say life. Mm. That's way big picture. Um so I'd go all it depends. All of the elements that make up life. So sometimes it's nature. Sometimes mm. it's music. Um, sometimes it's, you know, a good book that'll yes. talk to my heart. Um, a lot of the time it's, it's, it's people and hearing yeah. hearing somebody's story mm. and, and what they've done, what they've achieved and what they hope to achieve.
0: Yeah, what they've overcome.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: I agree with you on that one. Speaking of books, is there anything that you're reading and enjoying at the minute, Bernie?
1: um i'm reading a book called i'm still here um it's it's about uh, the 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 subtitle is creating a better life for a loved one living with alzheimer's um it's by a chap called uh and i can't pronounce his surname john zizel said e-i-s-e-l um my dad has um alzheimer's and vascular dementia and um That's a whole new learning curve and how to how to communicate with him and how to stay in contact with him because a lot of the time he's still, you know, very mentally cognizant. Yes. And then, of course, um, his short term memory isn't. And um, it's a a beautiful book. And I've been also listening to um, a woman called um, Diane Waugh, I think is how you pronounce her surname. Mm-hmm. And um and she has some really nice tips on um how to talk to somebody and what to say, how to approach somebody with dementia. So between the two of them, um it's just it's helping me yeah in communication with him.
0: Yeah, oh that's you yeah, know, that's such a such a gift to get a resource like that that enables you to to keep a conversation going. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. gosh. The, um, I suppose we all have life experiences, Bernie. Is kind that comes to mind when you think of something maybe in the past that you would have seen as a setback or a failure, but that now you can see as a, as a blessing in disguise. I, I tend to ask guests this because so often we can be going through difficult times and we can label certain things in certain ways, but then with the benefit of hindsight, it, it can turn out to be something quite different does that come to mind for you
1: it does um when i was growing up i always wanted to be a teacher mm. um and didn't go into teaching um and at the time and and for a good few years afterwards it would have been a niggle um and now looking back on it i am actually really grateful that i didn't yeah it's, it's a wonderful pres- profession and I would have loved us. but actually um coming to training and development and NLP and MBIS um, for me is absolutely the right thing um yeah. I'm, I'm where I want to be I'm doing what I love in a way that I love I'm working people working with yeah. people that I love working with um, so actually, that not getting into teaching, because for a good few years afterwards, it, it, it was um, a niggle or a setback. Yeah. That's, and now it's like, oh, my goodness.
0: And, the, you know, the funny thing is you are a teacher. You know, it's a different definition of teacher. It's one that's fully aligned with you. But, you know, you stand at the top of rooms and you share experiences and you work and you guide and you educate. and You you bring out the best in people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes I think in the past, you know, there was, some, there was something in you. Because, I mean, that's what I said when I was a teenager as well. What did I want to be when you grow up a teacher, you know? And, um, and I know when I think about it, it's, it's like I knew there was something in me, but the only word I could reach for that was in my awareness at the time was teacher. Um, and then I went off and worked in insurance for 15 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: anyway <laughs> <And> me too <laughs> um, the um no wonder we get on well bernie the um uh, the paths are similar um last question um uh, if you had a motto or a favorite quote or words that inspire you or guide you what might they be
1: Oh, the one I live by um, and, and and use it to constantly remind myself is an NLP presupposition. Um, my version is that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Okay. And um, there are times when I'm challenged to look at stuff and remind myself, you know, I haven't failed. Yeah. Um, it's feedback. So what will I do differently the next time? Um, yeah. Case in point, only the other day when I had to remind myself this is what I live by, Um, I was facilitating a thing on Zoom. I sent 30 people off into breakout rooms. Mm -hmm. They were back in the main room within a minute and a half. So I sent them back again and they came (laughs) back into the main room in a minute and a half. And then I thought check the options Bernie and I had it set at a minute and a half oh they were dumped out okay they were dumped out <laughs> and so I, I had to breathe had to really remind myself to breathe yes. and why did I have to hold on to there's no such thing as failure only feedback so I thought well now they know I'm human yeah yeah one we laughed about it and they said it was like being transported on Star Trek <laughs> <laughs> but there's such power. Power in that for me if we remind Mm -hmm. ourselves we can be so kind to ourselves if we yeah
0: it it opens that door to self-compassion and maybe closes it to the judgment we'll pile on to ourselves yes um um, that is you know I, i i'm aware of that presupposition but it's one that that again is very simple but very powerful there's, a, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. And, of course, it reminds us that sometimes, you know, the, the failure is not trying in the first place. You know, you are trying, you're getting feedback.
1: Um,
0: uh, so, yeah, powerful words to close with, Bernie. Gosh, we could have chatted all day. Um, uh, thank you for your generosity and for your wisdom and for for educating me, for teaching me and the listeners more about NLP and Mbit, um, And of course, the courses that you have coming up um, as well. More information is on the, the, the website, nlptraininginstitute.com. Is there any other social media platforms, Bernie, that you use? Is it Facebook or LinkedIn or if people wish to connect with you.
1: Primarily LinkedIn, a little right. bit on Facebook, um, primarily LinkedIn.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, the, the website, of course, is the mothership, as I would phrase it. That's where they can find out more about you and the, and the courses. Um, so thanks again, Bernie. It was a pleasure. Um, I can't believe how quickly the time has gone by.
1: And thank you, James, for, for this wonderful space. I have really enjoyed it. it wonderful. Good. Thank you.
0: Good. So my, my thanks to Bernie Rogers. As I say, her website is nlptraininginstitute.com. If you want to find out more about NLP and the MBIT, the Multiple Brain Integration Technique Techniques, programs that she uh, runs. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I learned loads. I was taking plenty of notes myself as we were going along. So more information about me, James Sweetman, is available on my website, jamesweetman.com. So thanks for tuning in. And until next week.